fuck off now, get the fuck off my dick. Hard to tell which one more perfect, made my order my bitch. Hard to tell which one more perfect, made my car or my crib. Avant-garde with this shit, get your jaws off my dick. Get the fuck off now, get the fuck off my dick. Hard to tell which one more perfect, made my car or my crib. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast, episode 56, if I am not mistaken. But if I am mistaken, I'm pretty sure you guys will let me know. Um, of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast, I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Diddy Escobar, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Y'all niggas got me fucked up and I'm trying to be a nice person out here and not y'all not letting me. And to my left is my co-host, as always. Hey, niggers. Damn. I said niggers. I was like, the hardy, the hard arts? <laughs> Jesus. I blame Telly. Telly, this is all your fault. That just came out to you. Right. Like, Telly, this is all your fault. Hello. How are, how are you? How's your weekend? How's life? How's things? Good. All right. Are we done celebrating your birthday yet? I am a f- sort of, because now the Travis Scott concert for Cleveland is back on, so now I get free tickets next Tuesday, but it's also the holiday. That's not like celebrating my birthday, so my birthday, I'm... You're yeah. st- but you're just now just doing extra fun things. Extra fun things, except for my work holiday party is next Tuesday, too, and I have to work on Wednesday, so now i got to figure out how to get out of work on Wednesday and then tell them I'm not coming to work, because I just feel like... Going to a Travis Scott concert with backstage passes and ticket or and free being tickets able to go out afterwards. Yeah, it's, yeah. It outweighs going to your fucking holiday Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You listen. You're not gonna get your holiday. No arg- your work holiday party. You're yeah. You're not getting no it's arguments. Nice to fuck that party. Yeah, you're not getting no argument from me because I'm always for like don't do too much for these jobs anyway. Uh, I'm at the point where I'm definitely don't do too much for this fucking job. I'm so either way, I have to quit the job at the end of the year because it just doesn't work out with my schedule for my creative projects are just more important. And it's not they those two ain't fucking with each other. Yeah. And no, I look at it like because if you die tomorrow, that job would have somebody to replace you in two weeks at most. Don't <laughs> don't stress yourself out. That's my opinion, personally. Um so, other than that, did, did, where did I see you Wednesday? Cause you Wednesday, said, we went to Three Points. Okay. And that's when your oh. girl was in rare form. Oh, when you said Wednesday, I was like, when when you said Wednesday, I was like, was I out really drinking out here on a Wednesday like that? But I realized it was on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Made sense. Um, Yeah. Thanksgiving was... A wang-dang doodle. Yeah. A whole, a whole thing. Um... I broke my rule of not going out on holidays, and I'm never going to break it again. Because um, it was it wasn't worth it. Even though like my people, my homie was in town, but like the actual going out on the actual day of Thanksgiving was not was not. I could have stayed home. Um, and I hate Th- Thursday night or Wednesday yeah, night. Yeah, Thursday night. No, were you it? there Thursday night? Yeah, uh, I was up in. I was I was there trying to scout out the venue for my for my birthday. Don't do that many, but if you do, let me know so I can make sure I get you. I got you. Yeah, that's what I was scouting because I was like, you know, you know how they tell this is a brand new location, man. I look at I'm like, wait a minute, nigga. Like, hold up. I had to text them on the side, like, is this just so and so repurposed and with new ownership? Okay, cool. Um, but yeah. Uh and so then Friday, 
No, but I, I, I don't mind me cut you off. I was about to tell you about my weekend. Go, go ahead. Go, <coughs> go girl. Sorry, I'm like still trying to find somebody to go with me next Wednesday too. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know how many tickets he's gonna give me. So I have to figure out how many tickets he's willing to give me, and then I got to figure out how to get that many girls because I can't have no guys go with me. Right, because you can't get yeah, yeah. Backstage is only for girls, not for. Maybe. He's he's such a little cutie too. Is this, this is Shaq West's manager? Guy? I don't know if it's his manager or who it is. I Somebody in that camp. Somebody in that camp. That has enough pull to get you tickets. And he asked me if I wanted to come, and I said, nigga, yes. But last week we were talking, and he was like, the concert got canceled, so why don't you just like fly out and see me? Hmm. Which I'm back into flying out. So yeah. I d- I'm like done with all the guys that I was dating. I feel like you're done with them every week. And okay, then no, you're no. redone with them. Okay, well, no, we found all their replacements. I went on two dates this weekend with two new guys. Okay, cool. All right. It's, it's your life. I'm not judging. I'm just making sure I understand. Because it was like every like week and a half, it's like I'm done with these niggas. And then I'm like, is we the same niggas? Or are we just done with different niggas every time? We're done with different men every time. Okay. All right, continue. This one, Nick's 15, one cold. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to Gucci um, That Gucci man The philosopher um, What was I about to say though uh, So yeah Now I have tickets to the concert next week I need to Figure out who I'm taking with that I went on some dates this weekend They're actually both really great guys For now Okay first of all What No they're actually really great guys Like, But them being great guys doesn't mean That they're great guys for you We'll find out. Yeah. I found a new thing to say on dates, though. What is that? I don't know if I want to be with you, but shouldn't we allow divine timing to reveal that to the both of us? You're a fucking... Ah, God, God damn it, Stephanie. You're a nigga. You are a nigga. Like, you, like that's something that if a nigga said he... You, that'd be one of those words like, mm-hmm, he just trying to say a fan. You a nigga. You a nigga. God. Mm. No, that's not like me. That, like, that's legit. Like No, here's the thing. It is very legit. I understand it. I I get it. And, and going into, I'll go delve into deeper. I get it, but just the way you phrase that and how you said it, I know for a fact a lot of niggas can't get that same that same verse off. But continue. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, but I was in rare form on Wednesday. I went out and I ain't had no voice, but I was hitting on men, and it felt good. Cause I how were you hitting I on men with no voice? I don't usually hit on men. Well, everybody kept buying me drinks, so they're like, "Oh, it's your birthday." Yeah. So then, like, every, that's how we. That's, that's how, how we... men like, "Oh, like it's your birthday." I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. But birthday then, like, passing. I was the one being like, "Oh, you should, you know." Okay. Slide me your dishes. Let me talk to you real quick. <laughs> hey, baby, come here. <laughs> Something weird happened. I'm not gonna. I'll tell you. After off, off air. Because that was funny. Life but, is funny. Yeah. Life life is hilarious. Wednesday, I ran into one of the guys I used to date, which something else happened. Life is funny. Actually, you were present when that other thing happened. I think I saw it immediately. was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> it might be, it, you, at that very moment, was like, I am so confused. <laughs> I, 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 definitely, cause I definitely probably looked at you and Alex like, what was Alex? Because Alex probably was with you. I was like, what the? F-? And I was just like, nope. I figured just remove myself because when I get I get confused, I just leave. I actually met both of the dates I went on this weekend, Thursday night. Mm. They're, they're both cool guys. I've never seen them before. Which is 
lovely, right? Every time I find a new guy today, like, I literally will be like, oh, my God, I've never seen you before. Like, it kind of surprises me. Oh, no. Listen, there's, there's a hidden, there's a pleasure in finding someone that you haven't seen before. Like, what? where have they been hiding? I'm going to start hitting on dudes on the holidays because that's when I know they be hiding. And that's the only time they come out. The best time to hit on a dude in Cincinnati is opening day. Yeah. Because that's when all of them be out. But the thing is for everybody, because I've I've seen women on opening day that I've they never see. seen. And they be fine. Be like, like, on opening day, like, all the fine people be out. You be like, where the fuck you come from? What? what, what? Where were you hiding? And then they, they started telling, like, oh, yeah, I'm working, like, blue ash. And I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> I just be staying in the house. Me, it don't matter. Like, I live all the way out where I live, and I still be like. I'm in the, I'm, I'm in the mix. But no, nah, so your weekend was good. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Um, my weekend was solid. Um, I had a really good sports weekend. Uh, so my, all my teams won this weekend. Like fantasy, real football, real basketball, college football, all of that. Um, shout out to Ohio State. Shout out to Cleveland. <coughs> um, shout out to all my fantasy teams. <coughs> shout out to your lung being still. Yeah, still. Yeah. Um, and then so Wednesday was um was the function saw everybody out you know the biggest going out holiday of the year type shit um not christmas no niggas not going out for christmas niggas so it's the day before thanksgiving is the biggest bar holiday of the year it's like the bar version of black friday like i think there's like studies that show like more people go out to like on that day because everyone's back home probably usually like there's people who like it's before the festivities it's before it's before the festivities even if even if you hung over you got Thanksgiving where you're not doing shit anyway, but, but eating. eating. Soak up all that liquor while you drink more wine. Exactly. Um, Unless you're in my family, it's Patron. Ooh, child. I know, and Patron's like not even real tequila, but my dad's side of the family's extra hood. So Patron and niggas be Niggas be mixing Patron and Hennessy, and I just want to know who. Ew. Like, I just want to know who. Both of them low budget liquors. That's but disgusting. they low, they low budget, high budget. Like they low budget, but they still cost more than like shit that tastes better than them. But That's I'm just nasty. trying to figure out why do you mix them together? Like who hurt you? Like why don't you love yourself? I think I might be ashy. <laughs> That's very plausible. I was outside in the snow, taking pictures for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Doing, doing the most. I was not outside. Like, look, it's it's cold, cold. I'm sped the fuck up. Um, okay. I don't look cold in the pictures we took, so that's when Natalie's over there editing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so your girl was hitting on people. She went on dates. Now she got to figure out how to go to the Travis Scott concert. I went to therapy today, and my, my first, my first is therapy session scheduled for. My uh, I'm sorry, Dr. Joe. I was saying my therapist was so rude, but you happen to be cutting me off at the same time, so now I'm calling you rude. But I, I was excited because I got my first therapy session, like with my new therapist set up, and I want to. Is see she black? If... Are he black? The name it's a she because the name. I'm gonna wait and see if that person is black because it's one of those names that could be black, but not also could be white. So I'm gonna see, but I'm just excited to, to like actually. Do you know where it is? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'll I'll tell you after afterwards, but it's, uh, it's like Westchester area. True, it's gonna snow again. Fuck this shit. I'm so. But continue. Um, yeah, I went to therapy today, and I got into therapy, and you know, like holidays is when like people start. Mm-hmm. So she's like asking me like, what? Are, how are holidays growing up? And I was like, wow, like all niggas did was yell, like all the time. Niggas was always yelling. <laughs> 
And then she was like, so what do you do for traditions now? I was like, I don't even care about Christmas no more. And that's like the last couple of years, my parents leave and they go see my sister. So I've been spending most holidays by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. And they're like, she's like, I don't know. You like, she was prying in a way that made it make sense. But then I was like, bitch. And I was telling her about last week when I went, little with what's the same the concert. And I was telling her the things I made it like definite that I don't right. like I can't do it. Yeah. And she was like, It's okay, like you had the boundary and he he decided to cross your boundary even though you explicitly stated it. So like there's nothing wrong with that. But she was like, But do we need to talk about the fact that you don't That is a boundary. <laughs> that that is your boundary? And I was like, Nah, bro, like it's cool. And then I'm like sitting there talking, I was like, Yeah, like I tend to leave like guys' homes, like I never spend the night. And then, like, I, I'm not a big... I was, like, usually I go over... Because what started was, first, we were talking about my parents, and then, mm-hmm. then we were talking about how I never grew up in an affectionate household. Right. Like, I was, like, I don't know. Like, I think I've seen my parents kiss, like... Twice. I'm making it up. I'm making it no, up le- No, legit. I think in my entire lifetime, I've seen my parents kiss twice. And there she was, like, well, what about when, like, they sit on the couch and they watch television? I was, like, they don't. <laughs> and then she was, like, asking, like, have your parents ever made, like your house like the place that was comfortable for the friends and i was like no my dad make all my friends uncomfortable they never like coming over so they went from there mm-hmm. and then like i was like but me i'm so cognitive of the things that i do i was like i mean i see how like before she can even say anything because that's me in my therapy sessions and i was like well like i see how that's me when i go and i'm like hanging out with the guys like i i that's definitely played into it like when I go hang out with guys, like, especially if they ask me to come over, like, they don't plan something to do. Like, I tend to start acting like I am at home. Like, I sit on one end of the couch. I'm not really talking because you probably turn on television. I don't watch TV, so I'm not interested. So I'm probably just going to be in my phone. my phone. And I was like, but in my head, because I'm a person of, like, quality time, because we're, like, just sharing space. Right. To me, I'm like, okay, like, I'm sharing space with you, so that's fine. So I don't, I don't, unless like you're, give me an activity that I have to be. And like gauged and. Because if you just ask me to come over, I don't feel like we have to talk in order for me to just like. Enjoy your presence. Yeah. Because me, me and my mother. So like, again, for everyone who knows, I'm raised by a single mother. Right. Um, And so whenever, even before I moved out, it was me and my mother. Like we could be in the same room. She's watching her shows, right? With Law and Order, SVU, that type shit. I'm, I have my laptop. I have my own Netflix going on, or I'm doing whatever. And we could be like that for hours, and just not, and don't really need to speak to each other. It's cool. It's lovely. As long as I stay in the same room with you, I feel like we're spending time together. And but and but we talked about that time. Like I, that I spent, and like if by the end of it, I felt like you know, kind of trapped a little bit, mm. is because that person like wasn't content with just doing that um wasn't content with just but like but no i'm talking about like no she like was aggressive she was like can i can we cuddle can we do this can we do that but as long as she asked like no and i I appreciate no i appreciate the asking instead of (laughs) but it was (coughs) it creates like the space for the conversation but but part of it was like i felt like i needed to because like she had came this way like she came up to see me oh you felt like you had to cuddle out of obligation yes that sucks can't relate (laughs) but you know what i'm saying it's like i felt like damn like you know i don't want to rob her like 
of what she may think is. And but like we talked about it last week, I was unintentionally just giving off vibes like, okay, after a certain point, I'm uncomfortable. Like it was like one of those things where like she would she'd be asleep. I'd immediately go to my room and, and just lay down and go to sleep, like that type of thing. Like, and so subconsciously, it made sense based off of how I was raised. Um, as far as like, we don't do all of that. Like our main thing He's is words of affection. Our main thing is like I just like I, every conversation I have with my mother, I make sure I tell her I love you before we get up. Partly because my whole. No, we don't even be. Th- I wasn't even raised with that. Like. I didn't, like it's more recent. Like we mm-hmm. be out here saying I love you to each other. Like I wouldn't. It, raise it, it, it's, it's more. It's more. Re- it's more recent too. Partly for me at least, and for and for her because she she's worries about me so much. Um, just because I'm her only child, and like she worries. And for me, it's like she's getting older, and I don't ever want the last words I said to her to not be something positive, even mm-hmm. if we're. We're going at it. Even if we're like like arguing, we both getting on each other's nerves, that type shit. I don't ever want to end a conversation without at least letting her like letting her know on some like because if if the last words I said to her was something negative, I couldn't eat that. I could I can handle that. So that's that's my thing. It's your thing. Um, what were we talking about before that? Oh, shit. I was talking about how I was raised in an unaffectionate household and how it's affecting my dating life. Right. Yeah, so we talked about that, except for my fucking therapist was fucking an hour late. Damn. And I had somewhere to be at 3, so I literally had from 2 to 2.40. Meanwhile, I I intentionally showed up on late because she is always late. But a fucking hour late, bitch! I can't complain too much because she still don't make me pay for my sessions. But a <laughs> fucking hour? <laughs> I was so pissed. So we were talking about that, and I'm like literally sobbing tears and then had to leave now i was like we didn't even get to the result part now i'm be going through the whole week thinking like damn like am i fucked up i know i don't like being touched it makes me physically uncomfortable am i wrong for having these boundaries even though she she said it's it's okay that you have that boundary like it wasn't his place to be like we're gonna break break it like no don't you don't want that's it's more so for you to be like she was like, if you had a real partner, the response should have been, what can we do to make you comfortable with being touched? Not, we gonna make let you, me just put my hands on you. you and you will get over it. Type right. Shit. But we did have a whole conversation about that. And she was like, you know, like, if it's not going to work, it's not going to work. True. Can't yeah. force anything Can't in force life. Anything. And I just told her, I was like, I just feel bad under the circumstances in which I'm like, learning this. Like, really done with it. Yeah. So. And she was like, no, but like, she was like, you can't wait till he break up with you. You you need to be like, this ain't going to work. And I said, are you sure? Because I, I ain't never navigated like that. Anyways, another news though, one of the dates I went on. So boom, I met this dude and I told, I complimented because y'all know I be knowing my cologne. So I was like, oh, you're wearing da da da. He was like, how do you know that? I was like, oh, it's just my thing. And I was like, oh, but you should try this one cologne. And it was so cute because we had our date on Sunday, and he showed up wearing that cologne. Niggas be listening when they want to listen, boy. When they want to listen. I just thought it was, like, it was so small. But the small things matter. But it was so cute. I mean, it was small because that was an expensive cologne. But if you got it, sir, kudos to you. But he showed up. He was like, I went and bought it. You said it was a good curry fragrance, so I went and bought it. 
I was like, all right. I ain't gonna lie. One 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 girl asked what I was wearing, but she got a man. I was like, why? So you could have your boyfriend smell like me? No, get out of here. Like, <laughs> just, like no. And she was like, what is that? I was like, why? So you can tell your boyfriend to buy? No. <laughs> I'm petty. All you niggas wear is one million in Savage, anyways. I don't wear neither one of those, but I'll. I, and I'll and I'm okay. And one, that one Dior. Don't wear that either. I'm good because we don't like. <laughs> like, I'm I'm glad I don't wear none of the clothes you And names. Dolce and Gabbana, the one. Don't wear that I either. Love Dolce and Gabbana, not Dior. Dior is Savage, but the Dolce and Gabbana, the one. Don't wear that either. So I'm glad I'm. All I, these free. Oh, ooh, and YSL. Don't Niggas wear that either. <laughs> Niggas do love YSL. YSL. Niggas do love YSL. I'm not one of them niggas. I'm just glad that you are not naming things that I wear yet. So and I've, the bonds, I don't be knowing the names. I just be knowing the colors. And I know, the, like, no, I think uh, it's like, I think it's Times Square or something like that. Some, I don't know. The bottle's blue, and it has, like, a rainbow effect of, like, a skyline on it. Niggas love that bond. And then Creed Aventus. Again, I'm so happy that you have not named my shit yet, and we're not gonna keep guessing because eventually. <laughs> I'm not guess. guessing yours. I'm just. I'm, <laughs> I'm just glad all. that I'm just glad that whatever my go tos aren't on that list because like the li- ones that I know. Oh, and Creed, I think it's called like Irish or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, YSL is that no Tom Ford Tobacco. Niggas love a Tom that Tom Ford shit. Niggas love oh, it. Drake Drake rapped about it one. Drake rapped about t- that Tuscan leather in one song. Tuscan leather and the blue bottle with the gold writing. Mm-hmm. Niggas love that one too. And me, I, I'd be knowing this. I know there's only like ten fragrances y'all pick up. So I was like, oh, you're wearing. That's how I hit on guys. That's mm-hmm. it. I was like, oh, I like your fragrance. And I was like, wait, let me guess it real quick. Yeah. You, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I put y'all on game. That's 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 an interesting strategy. I'll say that much. Um, I think one <coughs> one thing I learned is like for those who know me, for those who really know me, know me, they know I have I, I've had had anger <coughs> issues, right? <coughs> cough cough it up, baby. Cough it up. Mm-hmm. I ain't never gonna get better because <laughs> you out, out here being fast. I was, no, I was outside. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> so. Women are, but um, I have anger issues, right? Like I've been working on controlling them, but like, and I think that I get upset when people try to test me on all my anger issues, knowing that that's something I'm working on. That's what I experience. It's like old me would have done X, Y, and Z. New me really wants to do X, Y, and Z, but I know I can't, and so I get frustrated. But that's the only thing I ain't gonna mention too much on it because it's one of those like. If you if you say it, if you start thinking about it too much, you'll get re mad at, at what happened. And I don't need that in my life. We got some other shit to talk about. So um, let's talk about what you sent me. Let me pull it up. So I don't even know what I sent you. It was basically it was that video about like that nigga talking about independent women. And and oh, that Marcus dude from um, Let Me Hip Hop. I no, I had no idea who that man was, but yeah, that video. And so, you want to touch on you want to kind of touch on your thoughts on it before I give you I give you a counterpoint as far as like that video and like kind of the, the tweets that you sent me about like the the, the whole indep- <laughs> the whole independent woman and like dating and stuff like that. I said it before. I said y'all niggas do not y'all. A, an independent woman to a egotistical man is a threat to their ego. 
So if you actually have women who are actually independent of men and full body people, full, not, not, the, not full body, full. Fledged? Mm-mm. No. Full functioning. Mm-hmm. Beings of society, the standard of men would have to go up. Well, because men have been able to be subpar so far, so long, when you come into like these new new wave women who are like, listen, I'm paying my bills by myself. I have a good job. I don't need you. You either you're only here because I want you, and then now you add on to it the medical side of it. Like, sure, women do have like this biological lock. But even that's something that's being toyed with. Extended? It's being extended through science. So mm. maybe I don't have to carry a baby. All I got to make sure is my money good. So if I wait until 38, if I can't carry the child, I get a surrogate to carry my child. So you have things like that. Like now men have to be like, you got to be more than a potential f- breeder. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't want to cut you off. No, you could. I'll look at it like this. We'll link the video and the, the thing. Calvin already has it. I'll look at it like this. Niggas, real niggas don't have a problem with an independent woman. I look, <laughs> real niggas don't have an issue with that. I think I think a lot of it comes from it's it's a it's the way the way that it's presented is because like in my experience there's been a couple women who will like throw it not like like taunt it or throw it in your face not and versus like or try to weaponize it versus just being independent where like as in like to make it a point to like just kind of antagonize using their independence as an as an antagonizing thing, I can't. I, I don't see the benefit in that. I, I see the benefit in the independent woman. Um, just as, like, especially, I don't need to raise anybody. I don't want to raise my partner. Um, so, so and hypothetically, especially if we're not living together, an independent woman where they're not asking me to finance them is something that I see as a benefit. Um, that was funny to you? Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. It's more so it's like... I don't know if we're ever finding funny when guys are like, I want some girl who wants me for my money or whatever. Okay. That will forever be funny. I don't care who says it, that will forever be funny. <laughs> but... I look at it like yeah, it's, it's funny to you, but I we we both see mad women like gold digger is a scam. There are gold diggers out there. It's a scam. How? Well, I've literally said this like I know, and and, and, and I've disagreed with you every. Be a scam. I've disagreed with you every the time. The term is something dubbed by men in order to make women feel bad for complying with the society that they have built and maintained. I've said that plenty of times. It's, it's, it's a scam term. The scam term of only I only want you for your money. That's a scam. 
No, the term is a scam. To call women a gold digger is a scam. Like, the idea of, of gold digging is built off the idea that the men men in the role that they play in society is not something that's built off of who they are. Like, your ranking in society is literally built off of what's in your pockets. If that is something that men have maintained and men started with the beginning of time. Through religion, it prospered. So now we get to 2018 and people are like, instead of just like, it's like men don't want to take the blame for where we are now. So then now women are smart enough to either be like, all right, I'm independent enough. I don't need you to be some bare minimum controlling ass dude in my life. Or big bet, you already used your life's funds to already feel compelled like you're better than women. So here I am as a woman. If you don't have money, I don't want you. You see the dichotomy, right? But I'm just saying, like, but either way, it's like something that men start. So if men are so upset, like, turn to your fellow man and say, hey, my nigga, this is something you and I have to change together. But, like, the fact that y'all go out of your way to call women, like, gold diggers. Because they are. They are gold diggers. You are not going to tell me gold diggers don't exist. You're not going to tell me gold diggers don't exist. That's like calling a woman a hoe. I think the term, you know how I feel about the term hoe. is like, I just feel like, you know, the older I get, so, the so more people, I realize, So, so like, people don't act reckless out here? Men and women don't act reckless out here? I just feel like, what's the point of calling somebody? Like, on what terms are we calling people reckless? Like, what is exactly is a hoe? Moving reckless. So, so you can have as many <laughs> sexual partners as you want, right? I'm not knocking that. But there's a way that you're moving reckless. Like, for example, future is moving reckless. I would call future a hoe. Because Future's out here moving reckless with his body. You can move reckless with your body. And you can also have multiple sex partners and do whatever you need to do and also not move reckless. That's my thing. And this is so you can move reckless with your body. Like men and women can move reckless with their body. That's what I think of when I think of hope. Is somebody moving reckless with their body out here endangering other people because they're not taking the proper steps to make sure that they are having safe sex. That, that makes you reckless, not a hoe. But the term a hoe is That's like what having th- multiple partners. That's what people call a hoe for. Like, if we're talking about a generalized statement used by a group of people, not Calvin's definition of what a hoe to be, a hoe is a person who has multiple partners. And we only partners. find out if that person, because there's a lot of people who have multiple sex partners that no one knows is a quote-unquote hoe because they don't move reckless. Versus someone who people quote unquote find out that has multiple sex partners Maybe, because they're out here. Niggas will call a woman a hoe if she's dating more than one man at a time. That doesn't make you reckless. That just means that I don't want to be with just you. I I'm not eat, I'm not arguing because that's not that's not my argument. But then your argument was based off of your personal. But there all, the argument is that there are people who I, I said there are so people who are moving reckless. That doesn't make you a hoe. Your your what's the term I'm looking for? It's like the you're playing with words right now. It's like people out here moving reckless, and, and people we have a right to, as a society, to call people whatever if they're moving reckless, or call people whatever in whatever case. You ain't got to accept it. No one's saying anyone has to accept it, but like that's what because if the the standard term of a word hoe, right. Is someone is, is the whole multiple bodies thing? But there's a lot of people that's who have multiple bodies that, that don't know. A, a, it's not M. A promiscuous. A hoe isn't simply a promiscuous a, a woman. Promiscuous woman. Right. Promiscuous is just a person who endures multiple yes. partners. If we're basing that, <laughs> one, two, three. That doesn't make you reckless. That makes you 
Somebody, you're, we're saying the same things, and no, I think, we're not because you're saying somebody's reckless. For you said, no, I'm your saying your attachment to hoe was that they're reckless, and then your reference was future. No, I'm saying, I'm saying you. I said you can have multiple sex partners without so being then reckless. It doesn't make anyone a hoe. So the term hoe, like the term hoe, still doesn't exist. The term hoe is when you do move reckless. No, you, you it's can not. You, you can be promiscuous without moving reckless. That's not it. You can definitely that's be promiscuous without it. moving reckless. That's not even. You know, good and damn well. You can well, definitely Calvin, be promiscuous without moving that's reckless. That's not what people mean when they sitting up there and calling somebody and it, a hoe. Because the per, the, the per, there's a promiscuous person. That you doesn't move reckless. going around calling people promiscuous. They attach the term hoe to them. Because because a lot of there's a lot of promiscuous people that people don't even know are promiscuous because they move in a certain way. It doesn't matter if I told 500 people that I had slept with six people in one night versus if I have one partner for six months, move on to the next one. That still doesn't make somebody a hoe. <sighs> okay. Oh, okay. Because the only time it's reckless is if I'm over there, like, spreading diseases or something like that. You could have sex with six people one night and not contact anything. It depends on how what you decide to do with your one night, using condoms or not. That's all. If we're not, I'm not going to, because I know that six person is an extreme. That's a, that's a, you, you made that an extreme to kind of, like, drive home your point. It doesn't even matter if, like... <laughs> But it doesn't even matter. If high, you have there's sex high with risk two behaviors. people in one week. That doesn't make you. There's a high. Hoe. There's high risk behaviors. I'm not saying that you, every person who has multiple I sex partners is doing high risk behaviors. I'm not saying there, that. So what's going to define whether it's high risk or not? The high risk is when you're out here endang- endangering people to possible diseases because you're out here moving reckless with your dick and or vagina. Where wherever you're having so unpre- just reckless. And that's what, in my mind, there's different... So you're attaching reckless to hoe, but that doesn't make some... Like, the term hoe is a scam. Everything you don't like isn't a scam. I'm sorry. It's a scam. I'm sorry. You'll only call women hoes because you do, you think that women aren't supposed to, like, have multiple partners. Men are never... Almost. The ratio in which a woman, for how many partners she endures, to how many partners a man endure, and then whether or not they are called a hoe is never the same. And that's not right either. So we can't, like, unless everybody is going off the idea that a hoe is just a reckless person and that's how everyone, we're attaching it. Everyone is, the they're not, they just can't verbalize scam. it like me. No, no, They Calvin, can't verbalize it like you me. You want to take your definition and how you see it and then attach it to how general population sees it. General population sees it how I see it and can't attach words to it versus how you see it. Because if everybody saw it as a reckless individual with their sex partners, there wouldn't be an issue with calling somebody a hoe because you're a reckless individual with your sex partners. Not the fact that a woman endures multiple sex partners for whatever amount of times and when she chooses for herself and then you attach the term hoe because the idea is that society has been built on the fact that women are to marry at a certain age and there's to be living their life for one partner instead of experiencing people whereas men y'all call men hoes too again you're attaching your definition you, women call men hoes too so what's the point you're attaching your definition versus what the general population is attaching to what a hoe is which is calling a woman out of oh, y'all her just fame say, y'all just for say having for everybody. I'm a sorry. woman for, for a woman having multiple partners if you and I were having a conversation about somebody just being reckless with partners we would be having a totally different conversation reality is a hoe is a term that is 
oh, fuck, I hate when this happens. Reserved for women who endure multiple partners on any level. Suddenly, she's attached to the term of being a hoe because she's not living for a partner in her life. Like I said. We I'm, have to have this. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're not going to get. That's why y'all be out here calling people gold digger. Like, there's no such thing as a gold digger. Everything you don't like isn't a scam. I'm not the only person who thinks like this. However, I'm calling it a scam because it Every, is. Everything the only you don't reason like is it, a scam. We just talked about this last week. This is the same way, like, if we talk about multiple polygamy and whatever the other one is. Polyamory? Polyamory. Polyamory? Well, first of all, when people talk about some, I'm in a polyamorous relationship, it's usually I have a nigga who tells me that I can have sex with women, but God forbid I go have sex with men. That's not a polyamorous relationship, sis. You're being scammed. <laughs> Go ahead. If she's okay with it, she's okay with it. She's most of the time these women aren't. And then speak. And then I would hope that they feel empowered enough. And they're to speak not because they still be sitting there with these men. And I, and I would hope. And, I, and honestly, if if they are not okay with it, I would hope that they find the empowerment, whether it's through us allowing them to speak up more, whether for their own internal growth to speak up and say, "This is not what I want. What do I want?" That's what I want. Because if that if that is every rule has very quote unquote terms of engagement, right? If that's their terms of engagement, that's their terms of engagement. If they're not happy with it, I would hope that they have that they eventually speak up like this is not what I want and they either leave or the terms of engagement change. <laughs> that's it. That's all I gotta say on that. Anything else on this or do you want to switch topics? Gold digging is a scam. It's not, but okay. It is. <laughs> you got it, sis. It's not, but it's, it's okay. a scam. Thank God we're in times where women are being more independent and saying, listen, if you want to be my partner, you have to be an emotionally caring partner. Otherwise, I don't need you. Thank God we're at those times. Speak up for what you want. Wait. I want people to speak up. But that's like the idea that society has like supported women speaking up for what they want. We are literally just coming in in times where women can actually speak up for what they want. I understand. I understand that. That's why I'm saying speak up. Like, I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that. I just always feel like your argument is like without recognizing what we've been dealing with up until now. But my my argument isn't. My argument has history tinged to it. So it's not like I'm just erasing the past. I understand that. I understand that there's history of suppression of voice. Is that what you call it? What you call the suppression of voice and suppression of free will. I get that. More free will than voice. Because that engulfs the the voice as well. Yeah. Like they're like. I feel like the only time men, especially black men, have an understanding of like what women are talking about when they call it, talk about women's rights is when you can attach the same ideology to what men, especially black men, experience through racism. Like, that's exactly how women are when it comes to their rights. So, like, we can always talk about these timelines of, like, racism and social justice rights and equality for races across America, right? And then we realize, like, oh, like, it's 2018 and nothing has really changed. And we have these conversations about it. And then men are like, yeah, bro, da da And then, like, as soon as a woman has the same conversation, right, 
And then, like, with racism, like, all right, like, in order to change it, white people are going to have to do X, Y, and Z. But as soon as it's, like, especially a black woman saying, like, all right, like, we can't change it unless men are going to recognize that we have to, that they have to do X, Y, and Z. And then all of a sudden it's, like, this disconnect, like. Because because the, dis- the disconnect uh, comes. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> the disconnect comes, and I see this all the time on social media, especially is like, we you guys take you guys take the ex- the extremist opinion and say everyone thinks like that, like even for that video that we're gonna link in about about the nigga and the independent woman, I saw more niggas like nah, fam, this ain't it. Then then yeah, I agree with you, but we take the extremist opinions like all oh, you niggas think like this, and I'm like no. And from and then the, the 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 counterpoint is if I'm saying hey I don't think like that is then oh you're not listening to me no I'm saying I don't think like that so talk to me as in someone who doesn't think like that if on the I whole think my frustration always with you is like trying to disconnect like the recognition that men like this is a society that men have built and I counsel them always saying like this is a society that men built and they establish and they maintain this, this is a society stuff. Like, that I say white it all people the time. build but we don't depend on white people to fix everything either we, it's not a dependency it's the recognition so the same frustration with the recon- like wanting white people to recognize it is the same frustration as being a woman and just wanting men to recognize it the, okay there isn't a difference no, there is a difference between recognition there and dependency you can't tell me there's not there a fucking not, difference like, you're not saying like women are dependent of it because clearly at, we're at a point where women don't care women are like listen Y'all don't do enough. Y'all are reckless towards women. You treat them a certain way. You call them this. You act like we can't do this. We just now getting a, the ability to do this. X, Y, and Z. And then being like, oh, why you like that? Okay. Well, here's this statistic that says this. There's this where you call me this. There's that when you guys decide to do this. So I'm doing this right here. And unless you step up and do this, then I don't need you. And then it's like, and then we sit, like, we literally sit here and have, like, the same conversation. Yes, because and I always, to... I always go back to saying, this is a society that men have built, maintained, established, and a it's lot of not it. going to change. The only thing women can do is move around it. And the thing about when moving, women are moving around, a lot of y'all going to get left. You you already know how I feel. Like if you don't love me, leave me the fuck alone, right? Like I don't. If you don't, if you don't like me, leave me the fuck alone. But a lot of this shit, honestly, if we're being honest, and we discussed this prior to, we both coming in with our chips on our shoulders, and can't neither one of us talk to each other without being passive aggressive, without be not just you and me, but in society, without being passive aggressive, without talking to people in any sort of way and just expecting them to be okay with the shit. That's that's the first barrier, right? Like even today, right? Like I'm over here. I thought we we're having a decent, decent discussion about how long is it too long to wait to get in a relationship. I go on Shorty Page. She calling me all types of names, bitch ass niggas, this, that, and the third. And I didn't even say shit to her, but I'm the bad guy for responding. What are you talking about? It was Shorty was like, if, if a nigga don't know, he want to be with me in the, in the first three months. I don't need that nigga. And I'm like, hey, it takes more than three months to like quote unquote know somebody. But, like, it's possible that they're just trying to fill you out, see you for every season, and why are we putting so much rush on getting into a committed relationship? I ain't call her nothing. I ain't call her no names. I ain't say she ain't no shit. None of that. But I go on her page. She calling me every name in the book, calling me a bitch-ass nigga, calling me an ugly-ass nigga, and I ain't say a word, disparaging word to her. And I'm speaking for a lot of other people. And maybe not everyone. I can't speak for everyone, but I speak for the people who talk to me. A lot of that happens. I come. A lot of people come in 
okay, I'm, I'm listening. I'm hearing you. And next thing you know, I'm all sorts of names. And niggas do it too to women, and it's not right either way. But we, we have this adversarial thing that's not going to stop. We all, every conversation between black men and black women especially always starts out with two strikes because we, we, we always have those chip on our shoulder to each other. And I don't know how that's going to fix, and I don't know how that's going to change. And, but that's the first barrier to getting through everything else is learning to talk to people without putting that extra spin on it, that extra sauce on it, that extra little jab on the end. That's the first thing. Well, if you're going back to the original topic, you're upset that women are independent. They can't be too dependent. The man's upset that these women are out here independent now. So, there's that. But most, I think most of us don't mind independent women. It's just the in, in, talk about how how to talk, how we talk to each other. Like, yes, be independent, but you can't just talk to me any sort of way because you are. <laughs> like, you, you st- like we still have to have a certain amount of common decency for each other. Like, like honestly, here we have to have some sort of common decency, and sometimes, especially in our culture, black culture, people will get, get some get some money, get a little clout, kill get and start thinking they can talk to people any sort of way, and that's the disconnect. Yes, there are, bitch, there, are, there are people out there who want to just control their, their partner financially, physically, spiritually, mentally, all of that. Yes, 100%. And there are also people who don't want that, who who, who want an equal partnership with equal e- everyone equally being yoked. And the wanted versus needed thing, right? I think that's, that's what you touched on, too. Like, it's like, I don't need you, but I want you. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I know I'm. I think I did last week. I don't know if I said it this week. But but like that, that's that's the main thing with like the independent woman. Right. At least at least from what we see. But I think like there has to be like the recognition like women are just getting to a space where we can recognize like. Wanting a man versus needing them. And the reality is like because it has been built so much on the need of a man wanting them is missing because we have conversations about how men are not emotional laborers especially when it comes to relationships so there has to be like a hard conversation whereas men have to be better emotional laborers and if they can't like there is no need for you or want in the relationship because you can't emotionally show up define emotionally showing up when you talk about emotional labor, right? Like yeah, like I think we we save it a lot, but I don't think we ever defined it to like <clears throat> emotional labor. And if I can find this article, because it's a really good like, it's a good piece that was put, that was put out. But emotional labor is like basically the concept of a relationship was originally built on nurture versus nature, right? Or yeah, nurture versus nature. Where women are the providers or the caretakers of the home, caretakers of the home, while the men were the providers of the breadwinners, quote unquote. So right, so up until like there's been so many studies. Nineteen seventy, maybe. No, not even so. So the the family 
dynamic mm-hmm. and this is how it was built. So you have like the 1800s, mid-century, where girls were sold as young as the age of 14 to their families as a ticket, meal ticket for their... their um, for Dow- their... Dowries and all of that right. stuff going to play. So then they were sold off to the wealthy. Right. And then that's how, like... You... That's how that family made their money was... And that, the way that was was because most women, due to child laboring, ended up passing away. Like, the average woman lived into her mid-20s. So most kids didn't grow up with, with moms anyways because most women were dying while giving birth. And then, like, the average age for a human in general was, like, 40-something. Right. So then you have the settlers, they move to America, and then you have the introduction of modern medicine... And so once people moved to America and there were less diseases, the family structure changed because it was the independency of farmland. So the structure in America was you have the mom and the dad, and usually they had multiple children because you needed the son. The son was the one to take on the legacy of the name and usually the ownership of the farm or during slave times to take on the ownership of the slaves. And then... That's all. We won't even get to black family structures. We're talking about white people, so... Basically, the gatekeepers Hashtag of white people, the gatekeepers of standard, right? Right. So most family, the average family was the two-parent household, which people were still getting married at eighteen, which is like nuts if you think about it. But this is like early settle- yes. settling. So the, getting married off at eighteen, and then you were the owner of your farm, and you typically had anywhere from four to six children. Right. Usually, it was because you were trying to have more sons than daughters. Because you needed people to tend to farm, tend to the, the right. plantation, right. take on the name, the second and third. Right. So the kids had their roles growing up. So right. that's why, that's how we got introduced to the modern day school schedule because it was built around the farming Farmland. schedule. That's why summer's off. Right. So then you had those kids. But introduction to World War II, mm-hmm. when you had the baby boom. So we had more kids than we did adults because... Either they were getting pregnant as before they Everybody left. Everybody was fucking. <laughs> yeah, either they were getting pregnant before they left or, or right after they came back. back. So then after World War II, we also had the... Was it before or after when it was the market crash? It was before... World, World War Two was... There was World War One, and I believe I feel like the Great Depression the, was 1929. I don't know when the Second World War is right now. I think, no, it was... It was the market crash happened before the Second World War. We had the market crash and the Great De- Well, no, no. I said World War Two. Baby boomers came after World War Two. World War Two. Yeah, yeah. They came after. Everyone after. came home and started fucking. Right. But it was the market crash happened and uh, the Great Depression happened in 1929. The World War happened soon after that. That's because FDR was allowed to have a third term because we didn't want to change presidents during, during the, the war. war. Got it. Yeah. So Shout out to history that's class. That's when you had like the dis- destruction of the family change. So people started having. More and more kids. Well, at first, during the Great Depression, people were having less children because they actually had to start sending their kids to work in places, which was the the industrial revolution revolution into the Great Depression, which changed the dynamics of family. So then kids were like parents were having two to four children. Right. So then you had the baby boomers, which went back to parents having those six children. That gets you into like war, not the civil rights movements of mm-hmm. the nineteen sixties. Yeah. So during the sixties, the dynamic was you had the introduction of like your call your regular college attendees, and then so you still had the dynamic of like 
dad was the caretaker, but caretaker started to take on new definition because there was more introduction of money through the industrial revolution. Yes. So how families- And especially because when, during the Second World War, women had to be in the workforce for the first time because of the exodus of men to go fight. Right. So when they came back, there was a dynamic struggle where women have found, like, I can work. But then it was my husband's back home from war. So there was like the push and pull. That's when you started to really like there was an increase in kids. So it was back to like about six kids per household on average. But at the same time, like it was different because the mom was now Susie Homemaker who stayed at home. And she was the introduction of the housewife was during this time. So she got to be the trophy wife, not the stay at home and maintain the house. Same dynamic, but different because now you became like something you're, to show. You were more were, seen than you, before. Yeah, like you got to have the aspect of a social life because they would money, take, they, money was moving differently. Because the suburbs blew up in this time. People were moving away from the cities right. into these nice house houses, the GI Bill, all of that stuff. So then we get the introduction of like women rights during the 70s. So you get out of civil rights era and then you're into the 70s with the introduction of more, like, hippie area, area. So during that time was when more women were becoming independent, like, because the farm life died. Right. You had the introduction of the industrial life, and college became more of a standard, yes. not a... Not a not an exception not a just for the extremely wealthy. You, but most college degrees back then were, like, philosophers and literal, liter- literature. Liter- literature majors. Now you have the introduction of, like engineering and NASA is, became a thing at that time. This is where a lot of the business kind of started booming. The Fortune five a lot of a lot the of your Fortune, Fortune five hundred companies, companies got were that. built during this time. Yeah. So then you have the introduction of like, okay, you have these six kids, but these six kids are going to college. So during that time women have like they start finding this like independence through their own family. Right. Like through their own ind- their own independence. Mm-hmm. So then the seventies through the nineties is when you had a reduction in then the average family being of a two parent household. Divorce wasn't something that was like made mainstream until late seventies or eighties period. Yeah. And so most people only had the average was two kids per household. So two point five, right? Like I think that it was like two point five. Yeah. <clears throat> so then once you had the introduction of, of women going to college, so then with the 90s into the 2000s is when we had not the the second depression, but what were we calling it? I mean, so the, the Great Recession. 90s had, was like probably the best time to be an adult. Like, yeah, the 90s was, in 90s and early 2000s, you had, a dot, <laughs> you had the dot-com boom. Yeah, you know the dot com, every, like the dot com boom had a lot of businesses booming. Then the dot com bur- bubble burst in like maybe early 2000s and but then the effects of it weren't until like 2012 when whatever they, what 2000, they it, was, it? it was it was 2008 and that was when the mortgage bubble burst that was what caused the great quote unquote the great recession great recession anyway so when we have the introduction of this the family dynamic really changed because women did the ability to be because we learned that the middle class wasn't actually a thing so, and women had to be providers of the household the same way that men did. Well, once women were becoming, like, equal providers of the household, that's when the, the realization that men weren't doing, it wasn't equal. It was, now I go to work, I put in half the bills, and I 
birth the children, but somehow I'm still left being the one who makes the doctor's appointments, signs them up for their extracurricular sports, makes sure that they get off to school to and from. I provide their health care, basically. But then men were still, all, through all of this time, men were still being said to be the providers of the household. Right as the dynamic of what the mom was in the household and the amount of children started to change. And I think, and then, well, the key thing to your point is that the cost of living increased exponentially to the point where having just one singular income was not feasible. Yeah, you have to, to put in cost of living as well. And so and, that's what, that was what the- And inflation. Because cost of living inflation, moral of the story was, <coughs> now in order, it wasn't feasible as much to just have that one singular income in order to be able to take care of a whole house. You, you need those dual incomes. And so then the dual incomes come to play where both both man and woman working. However, like, you know, the man was still making, quote, unquote, more money than the woman due to sexism and, 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 and just that whole thing. And but and to your point and correcting me if I'm wrong, because, again, I'm a man and, you know, shit happens. That's but both people will come home and then it'll still be the woman's expectation to handle the cooking, the, cooking, and the, cleaning, the cleaning, make sure the, the make sure the kids did their homework. Okay. So now you're in 2018, which from the spiritual aspect, 2018 was supposed to be like it was dubbed like the year of the woman. So I'm, I mean it is, but it's like, like it's supposed to be the year of the divine woman. Okay. The the fat like. It started in 2017, which if I can find I one like, of my, this is this is your area, you know. If I'm I can not, find one of my teachings, I will gladly share it with you. Like you know, you know, I'm not as well versed in this as you are. So technically, like what we're witnessing now and how women are more reactive to the behaviors of men is a second flame under women's rights. Mm-hmm. So I think like we. 10 men and women get so frustrated with each other especially black women and black men because there are so many conversations that haven't had been had and now they're like these hard conversations because through the dynamics of these families it was always a woman was either literally sold off or given away i was like if we're in any and i know we haven't talked much about black families but if we're talking even about black families going back to slavery where i mean the dynamic was we're going to break down the man in front of a woman like we're going to sell sell them sell the man off because he's the strongest one and separate the man from a woman and child in the slave times so we're talking like black people specifically that that mindset has been fucked up from jump, but continue. I'm, I'm it sorry. has been fucked up from jump, but then it's been fucked up, and then we had to just adjust to what the rest of everyone else was doing because it's never like black black Americans never had like their own timing of like discovery of all this stuff for themselves. It was you fit into whatever society told you. Yes. To so now in 2018, all that shit's out the window, and it's like. Every man and woman for themselves just, like, doing whatever the hell they want. So I think, like, that's, like, where it's always this frustration between both genders because I think a lot more than what a lot of men want to admit is that the dynamic of how it was never affected them in the sense that they couldn't, it didn't stop them from prospering because you, y'all always had access to 
treating people how you wanted to without the repercussions of what your actions were doing. So now when you have like, because of all these, the inflations and the change of the dynamic and women going to school and then having. Like, and, I, and I honestly think, I also think, and I, excuse me, that the dynamic, and I can't speak for this because I'm not a white man, but I think the dynamic between white men and white women is very different than the dynamic of black men and black women. That's like crime, like. I'm like not, I'm, race, no, I'm just saying like race on race crime. It's like yeah, you're always going to know what you, you are, and, and that's why I say I can't confirm that. <clears throat> I can't confirm it because obviously I'm not a white man. But as just like just even from what ha- what I see versus you know on a outsider's view looking in, it seems a little bit different. I think I think because of if and if we're talking inter- intersectionality, right, where. Yeah, as Malcolm X said, the black the black woman's most disrespected woman on the face. Like you get it both ways, as far as like racism and sexism, versus a black man only gets the racism part. Chich, what's her name? Chichmunda. Yeah, I'm gonna if I if I try, I'm gonna butcher it, and I don't want to butcher it. But every everyone should read everyone. I think the book is called Everyone Should Be a Feminist. Yeah, that's that sounds like the right title. Maybe we need to start a book club. I mean, I'm I, I can st- I, I'm about a book club as long as you let me do the audio books. I'm about it. All feminist literature. Hey, I've had people send me like because I've, I've literally because I wanted to understand. I wanted to understand. I'm so giving y'all a hell of a bell, bell hooks. That was the first thing she sent me. She, first thing she sent me was bell hooks, and made sure I'm and made sure I understood that she didn't capitalize her shit on purpose. Um, but I think so. Looking at it from so the black man, like through all of this time, like through the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, even today, like the it, whether it was the crack in the 80s that got filtered into the communities, whether it was civil rights killings of the 60s and early 70s, whether it's the, the, the mass police shootings in, in the prison industrial comp- complex today, the, the black man had been, has been adversely affected and kind of been almost like a lot of us have been wiped out you know like literally and or figuratively due to that and so in the black community especially the black woman has always had to be the pillar of a community you hear a lot about single mothers you don't hear as much about single fathers for example like just just as always had to been that pillar of that community and so now we get to 2018 and again correct me if i'm seeing this wrong but because like the black the black woman has had to be the pillar of this community for, for so long, it got to 2018, and y'all as a collective was like, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of I'm I'm I'm, I'm sick of be having to, having to be the foundation for the community. There's always the recognition like black women are constantly saying like I am a woman and black at the same time, right? So mm-hmm. like the adversity of the black household never having like the privilege of the standard of the of the white standard household that I just gave. The right. dynamic of a family household versus like black women. I don't know that life. My parents are still married. I mean I'm you I'm a I'm an example of it. Like you are. About- <coughs> like it's both with black women. It's I am an independent woman. I do have the rights and the access to do all of this and I want an emotional and like laborer. Yeah. An equal emotional labor. And also, I have always been the pillar of the family household. And, like, 
we always talk about uh, epigenetics. No, we don't talk about epigenetics. But epigenetics, just look it up. I'm not about to sit here. I don't have time to explain that to we've you been, right we, now. Yeah, we've been explaining a lot of shit for... But basically, the mindset of slavery hasn't left us. It's still within us. So if as a woman, whether or not our parents are now two-parent households or not, the epigenetics of your ancestors being the pillar is still a mindset that lives in women. So now we're at like, we're probably at our most conscious state as spiritual beings right now. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's um, disowning our traumas, our generational traumas. And I think a lot of that manifests as some, some black women looking down on like not even on some like how you talk about like I want you to do better I believe in you to do better I believe that you have capabilities more so like fuck nigga like you like like black women have never black men have never been good enough to be able to do their shit so fuck y'all and so and so then and again we talk about extrapolating the extremes and then and and doing a, almost like a Jedi mind trick and the extreme that you have and thinking everyone thinks like that so now it's like like okay i never see as much black female unity as i do when we're talking about how black men are trash every other time it's like there's some sort of division whether it's between the girls who wear too much makeup and the girls who don't wear makeup or this and the third or like but like when it comes to that topic we all on the same page you will say that's perspective I, and I can accept that that may be my perspective. Mm-hmm. But it's so and so again, it's one of those things where as I think and even in 2018, the black man is different than it was in the 60s, mm-hmm. in the 70s. Like the black man is different. You, it, we may not be where you want us to be, but we ain't where we were. As far as like that mindset is concerned. But it's also like. As as it, it, it's it's almost like that kid who gets bullied all the time and then just takes it out on somebody, and I I see a lot of that. I see a lot of like the black man gets kicked down by the rest of society, and then he doesn't know. And and it's, this is not right. I'm not make sure you understand me. This is not right, but this is what I see. Black man gets kicked down, punched down on society, and then needs somebody to like. <laughs> Like, damn, like, shit, like, I'm being beat up by everybody else. Let, and then that's where the mistreatment of black women come into play. It's like, it's, it's that kid who got bullied and it's like, I'm tired of everybody swinging on me and using me as a punching bag. And instead of channeling that anger, that depression, that sadness into something positive, some black men choose to pass it on to the only person who that, that, can, that can take it. Which has always been black women. Exactly. That the only person that not only can take it, but the only person that they're able to kind of exert any sort of like power over. Mm-hmm. And so and and I know you can't see it, but like the conversations are being had internally, like stop. Like we can't the, the way that some niggas are living is not sustainable, like in culture. Um, And so that's what that push and pull is but it's also like again if we're going back to like the, the, the kid who's been beat up and, 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 and had like a let's say you had like a shitty day at work 
and you come home and the person is in your house starts reminding you about all all the shit you you, you forgot to do like you said you was going to take off the trash you said you was going to wash the dishes but you've had like a shitty day all your bosses have been shitting on you your coworkers have been brutal you not done the shit they were supposed to do and you get home and the person at your house has very valid complaints like hey you said you were going to do this you said you were going to do that but by the time you get there you're like i don't want to hear another fucking word about a lot of this for right now. Let me breathe. That's where we are. And it's not right, but it makes sense. And so the next step is. Wait a minute. Pause where you said it's not right, but it makes sense. It's not as in like, it's not right that we do that, but it makes no, sense. It's not right. It don't make sense. It's not right that it's, but it, it's not right that it's, it's not done. right. It don't make sense. There's another word, but we, we didn't get to that word yet. It's, it's all we know. We'll use your words since I can't think of an, uh, of, of an alternative. And so the next step is. Undoing what we've only known. Is, lear- is, is learning alternatives. You can't undo something you've already, you, this, if that's all you know. So you learn until you learn the new way of doing it. And that discovery can't just be like, it has to be discovered. It can't just be force fed. Be- and so that's where. That is. But in the meantime, we still have our own pride and we still have our own like, you can't just talk to me any sort of way. And I think a lot of a lot of what the disagreement is, is is in the delivery instead of a message. I think if women weren't so concerned, like it's literally like I can say whatever, do whatever. You probably still going to threaten and or harm me. Statistics. So like. Y'all do be resulting in violence. At this point, for a lot of women, it's like, well, fuck it. If I'm going to die, I'd rather die being loud. And I know that that creates, like, a strife and frustration for men. But it's like, that's why I keep saying, like, there has to be, like, a, a platform of recognition. It can't be, like, you always say, like, there's these internal conversations. Like, that conversation could be happening, but it's not in that. Like, you know what I mean? Like It's one of, so, and we talked about this in the beginning. Like, and I, so, like, the conversations have to be internal because right now the, the external conversations or the conversation between men and women don't really get anywhere. It's just, it's not even like the same way y'all you just said like the only time when you like your perception is that the only time there's unity between black women is when they are universally saying I'm all men ain't shit. Well find figure out a way to universally say okay but this is what we're all doing and this we are making it better. I, I hear you but it's 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 like, I, it's like performing in front of a deaf audience almost. It's like you can't do it. I think the the next step is learning that no matter what you do, you're gonna still hear men are you're still hear you're gonna still hear niggas ain't shit, men are trash, fuck y'all niggas. niggas and you, keep, and then you, you have keep to keep doing it. And but it's but that's that takes time to learn because it's like because it's 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 like. I do all of these things, I and you still tell me I ain't shit and how and I so it's like well, why the fuck am I? It's like why the fuck am I trying? That's why I've shifted it to let these men stay where they are. Women just keep working on you, and then the ones who can show up will do exactly that. Yeah. Either step up or get left behind. But that's like it could that could easily be put. Applied to anybody? No, it it, it 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 is, and it's one of those things where I saw I saw I saw a tweet. 
And I, it was like one of those viral things. It was like, men aren't trash. Women aren't crazy. Like, we all, we, it's like niggas aren't, everyone's tr- like trying here. I forgot the f- fucking. And I saw it and I thought that shit was stupid. Of course you do. But it's one of the things where it's like everyone is is misunderstood in some way. Everyone is working on trying to be better thems, themselves. It's just right now, there's a lot, there's a large disconnect. And I think, and hell, this podcast is an example of it. Moving past the large disconnect or not giving a fuck about the large disconnect and just moving how you need to move is probably the best course of action right now. Like, don't like just like, just like how you say don't do shit to don't do shit for these niggas like you know what I'm saying don't do shit because of these niggas like you can't do anything solely for the appreciation of women you have to do it because it's the right thing to do or if it's the thing that you want to do not just if I do this maybe they'll recognize that I'm not trash and they'll, they'll still call, they'll still say men ain't those women will say men are trash while cuddled up with one it's not you you just got to do the shit for you and I think that's what the epiphany that I got. During this, it's like I have because niggas will use your kindness for weakness every single day. But you but you have to continue to be kind hearted for you and not for others. That's what I think I've, I've, I've settled on, because if you try to do shit just for appreciation and applause, you're going to you're always going to leave disappointed. But if you do shit because it's what you want to do, whether it's, you know, typical pick me activities like cooking, cleaning or doing whatever, because that's what you want to do. That's fine. But you're doing it because you feel Can like you need to just put it out there. You're not a pick me for cooking I or agree. cleaning or p- putting somebody's plate. You're a pick me if you use it as a means to put down other we- people who decide that they're not doing that for themselves. I agree with you. That's I know I'm, you're uh, not. I wasn't I wasn't talking to you. I'm talking in general because I hate how people are like. You women are only saying pick me their blah, 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 because we like to make plates. Girl, if making your plate for your man makes you happy, do that. But when you got to use that to put it against my womanhood, we got an issue. But but also, I think there's the other side, and we'll, we'll start wrapping up because, we, you know, but the other side is, like, you can't just call somebody a pick me just because they, they want to, like— not you. Okay, no, not I you. was about to say, though, you got to recognize a woman. There's a difference. Pick, if you get on Twitter talking about some, if my nigga waking up and he, I'm going to suck his dick. And when he come from home for work, I'm going to suck his dick. Out of the gym, the I'm going to suck his dick. Like, girl, shut the hell up. I hope he chose you. And, and But, yeah, like, there's, there's obvious pick me. Then there's people who are just like, hey, I like catering to somebody who's mine. Versus I'm doing this. And first and foremost, real real people who cater know that the answer to every problem isn't sucking my dick. If my if my cousin just died, <laughs> I wish you would try to offer me head. I, I will kick you out of my house. Like, if I'm depressed because I just lost my job or I'm depressed because I've had my cousin, my people just died. And you're like, let me suck your dick. If you don't shut up and let, if you let me talk and let me vent at least, mm-hmm. what the hell's wrong with you? Both, I'm sorry. I don't want to get yeah. No, you're good. I just started thinking about this week, and it's so damn busy. I am tired now. All right. Um, Anything else before we're going to get up out of here? We've been... No, I got to go help Natalie with the stuff for Sunday. Yeah, we we, we got to we got to talk a little bit after after we get off air. Anyway, we're, we're trying to plan this live show for you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna hold the date off until I know for a fact. But we trying to plan it. I promise. Um, again, hashtag the word potting. Screenshot when while you screenshot you're listening. When you, on while you're listening. 
hashtag the word potting and hashtag the, the, the trend shoot your shot pot. Um, continue to just be light and love to everyone. Um, do shit for you. Don't do shit for others. Um, be blessed. Be good to people because you should be good to people. Hey, you know what I did want to speak on real quick before we get out of here? What's up? Hey, stop thinking people can't be. Damn, G. That's what I get for messing with that. Hello? We're still here. Okay. Uh, stop thinking men can't be bisexual. I would rather, like... Mm. <laughs> I mean, they mm. can. But I saw somebody say, like, like, sucking dick doesn't make you gay. It and doesn't. I, but, I mean, it does mean that you like men, right? Like, I, I, we can at least agree on that. Not necessarily, because if you ask white men, they experiment during college all the time. And they'll be like, well, I just wanted to see. And, if then, you like, to... and then I didn't I didn't like it, so I only did it the one time. I mean, I I guess. I mean, again, everyone's, everyone's sexuality is different, so I'm not going to. Black men aren't experimenting like that, but white men, they do it. <laughs> <That's>, they <laughs> also do drugs from a very earlier on age okay. than black people. So I think that's why they're just like, I'm going to do it. I see what happens. Okay. I, but no, that's fine. Because if they could see my face when I'm here, and I'm like. That's not how sexuality First, works. It's usually, it's an innate attraction to a certain gender. That's it. If the attraction doesn't exist, that doesn't make you anything. Eh? The only thing that makes you like men is having sex with men. No, only thing that makes you but, but, like men is liking men. Oh, you know how we say like certain sex acts are oh that's gay because she did this to him no but, but it's like that's not gay because it's with hey, a woman hey two men in a club said that I can peg them they fine too good for you <laughs> I, I still don't know why that's your that's your like holy girl I still don't know why but I've, I've given up understanding just don't tell me ever if it happens and please don't tell me who it is cause no I wouldn't tell you who it is cause I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna look at him like, mm. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna look at him. <laughs> but I don't still don't know why that's your holy grail. But fuck, I, I do know why. It's, it's a power thing. But um, yeah. I mean, man, niggas can be bisexual. They can. Niggas can be bisexual. I just think it's stupid. I get more so frustrated when women try to. Or, or, or when women say be. like, or women say like, oh, he's fine, no, he's gay. It's just such a waste. Like that, that bothers me. Or like, if they even hear that he's bisexual, I'm like, not a nigga gay. No, he's attracted to women, and he's attracted to men, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with anything, man. Like, live your best life, like, level I you up. Touch on that Dwight Howard issue, but as far as I'm concerned with that, outing somebody is wrong, and then threatening somebody for outing. Oh no, yeah, wrong. like like we could we could we could t- we could touch on it a little bit. We got five. We'll go give it five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. Um. So for those who don't know, you, so the person was a cisgender gay man who outed him. Correct. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I have that correctly because I Cis- cisgender gay, gay man. man outed him for finding out that he was also having a sexual relationship with a transgendered woman. And also going to, like, parties with, like, transgendered And people. apparently his pastor... Yes. ...is the one who sent the threats. Right. And, and the only reason she... Outed, outed him, him was because, because of some of the threats, threats that she received from the pastor. pastor. And so she, if something happened, she wanted... It was the way of her... Him... So she outed. She, he she outed Dwight. Dwight because, because the pastor. The pastor was 
threatening behind the transgendered woman slash parties. But there's two things to it. Like, there should be something to be said about society in which Dwight Howard doesn't feel comfortable being authentically himself if these allegations if, are if, true. If the allegations are and true. And then there's something to be said about threatening somebody. Yeah. And then there's also something to be said about outing, outing somebody. somebody. Yeah. All it's, three of these are wrong. It's a whole it's a whole big ball of what the it's a whole, whole big ball of what the fuck. Um and I I mean think but it's like even the the jokes that he went out afterwards was a clearly why he didn't if that if that's, that's exactly why he's never come forward with his sexuality if, if that's the allegations tr- if, if allegations are true because we let that nigga have it like i didn't let him have it out i was like but tl's a landmine i'm not gonna tweet because i don't want to even say something that might be construed as transphobic i'm no so but yeah the memes let him and the thing is though the key was we all just skipped over the fact that apparently this nigga had somebody threatened to ki- be killed, killed. But in this just way, to make jokes over his sexuality, exactly. and, and that should have been like, and that and that's in the, and that's and that's the reason why if the allegations are true, he didn't come out because of this exact thing. Um, but also, outing people, it's terrible. It, it it really it it, it upsets me, especially because it's like, for when it's from the person that they were with, and it's like, why are you weapon? It's like, why are you weaponizing? Because it was okay when you were with yeah, him. Yeah. But like, now that the relationship didn't work out, which, and this is, this is this is a complicated order oh. because of the threats. But after we get out of that relationship. But apparently the, the reason their relationship ended was because he the, was, the, the, the cisgender gay, gay man. man was upset that he was also having sex with, with transgender women. women at these parties. And even during his tweets... He said, "I would be, I wouldn't be outing as, him. It, I wouldn't be as offended if it was another woman or another man. But you out here having sex with a transgender, which is a the, which adds a whole the whole thing with a whole lot, like really, but um, because when it when I guess he went back to Dwight Howard in their text and was like, you fucking on me with a trans.'" A tranny. He's a tranny. He said tranny, which is a, it's a, slur. It's a slur. It's a slur. So you don't go around calling people. Don't even call them transsexual. It's, it's transgender. transgender. If you call somebody a tranny and they punch you in the face, they've had you every right. Deserved it. And listen, y'all be thinking gay people or LGBT or sissies. No, them niggas had to fight since birth. Okay. I had a question, but we'll touch it out afterwards. Cause I, I just want to make sure because it's like I feel like some people don't know what the real term of transphobic means. Because I saw a lot of people saying, like, if you wouldn't date a transgendered woman or man, that you're transphobic. And I, I don't think, I don't disagree, I don't agree with that. I'm not touching that subject. Oh, no. Who am I to tell anyone anything? I'm not a part of the community. Okay. And, 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 and I'm, and I'm not. I, and so, so, so. Obviously, if anyone has more info or like gui- to guide me, I'm asking for guidance. I'm not guidance ask- to a transgender person. Yeah, because it's like you know what I mean. Because it's like I didn't. I looked at it like the same way. If I wouldn't, just because I'm not a homosexual man, I wouldn't consider myself homophobic. If I don't, if I want them to love and be loved. I don't loved think there's everything. anything wrong with that. But like, say for instance, I was going on dates this weekend, and one of the dudes was like. Well, I just wouldn't want them to hit on me, and I'm like, that's that's different. And I said, think of it this way though: when, like, you're talking about that being unsolicited attention, I said that's no niggas different give them solicited like, attention to women all the time. And then you don't you know this nigga turned around talking about some well, that's different. 
No, it's not, bitch. Don't stop calling people bitches just because. Stop, stop that. Mm. We're going to work on that in 20 You can't, can't just be calling people bitches. I know I can't, so you can't, mm. can't just be calling people bitches. Stop it. But that, and so that's one of the things, it was one of the things where it's like, I, I know I'm not homophobic because if someone, if a gay man hit on me, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I'm just like. I wish we were in a society where a nigga could just be like, oh, thank you. And then just like. Thank you, but I'm not interested. Listen, I listen. I know I look really good. If when 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 they that compl- should be the highest of when they compliment you on your fit, you be like, oh hell yeah. Because gay men are very particular <laughs> about the people they date. So if a gay man like their type is their type, okay, and they're like, so if oh, they hey. jump out for you. But like that's that was my question was because like and gay men like if a gay man hits on you like that that's courage because a lot of them. They don't know the fear of yeah being killed. They it's don't. Real. It's real. It's, it's very. It's very real. And it's like it's unfortunate, but it's 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 it's, it's real. And so, but I just had a that that question because it was like I, if I'm not, you know, if I don't want to see them like be killed for who they are, but I'm not attracted I, to them, does that make me transphobic? That's no, all I but I will say like I don't know. Most of my friends are gay, so if you say anything in the slightest that pisses me off about you talking about the LGBT from. I mean, that, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I will dump people for my best friend. I'm not mad at it. But that's all. We just had to touch on it a little bit. I, I had a couple questions. Long story short, people, we got to stop killing people for who they are. Whoever that's being a black woman in society, a black man in society, a member of the LGBTQ community, stop killing these people for because of who they are. And if we're supposed to be this fucking great ass country. People should we be allowed to be. Never be, been a great country. If we're supposed to be this fucking, we're working towards being a great country. But if we're working towards it, people should allowed to be who they are without the fear of being shot down just because of who they are. Yeah, agreed. All right, now we're out of here. Oh, December second, Conscious Kitchen, twelve p.m. Brunch starts one p.m. The discussion starts. This Sunday's topic will be on soul paths. So if you guys want to come and join us. I'll be out of town, but I show up, you know, show up. And then Calvin and I have the live show coming up, so. We're working on the date. we actually going to talk about it a little bit after you get off here. We're working on this date. It's coming, it's coming soon. All right. Be blessed. Be highly favored. Be good people. We out. A Second Shift Production.